Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Separating fact from fiction. We're going to repeal it and replace it, and and it'll be great health care for much less money. We can have the benefits that were promised to them without any change whatsoever. But if we keep kicking the can down the road, keep digging the hole deeper, burying that deficit more, that's much harder to keep that kind of a commitment. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Assistant's calling from Kansas City, Missouri. Marcia from Pittsburgh. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy, just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Our producer today, Mr. Gerardo Gonzalez, I'm your host, Carrie Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. We want to thank all of you in our audience for listening. We're up to 145 stations now, and that's all because of you out there listening all across the country. So once again, thank you. If you have any specific questions today on health insurance or health-related issues, you can call 877-385-2224, 877-385-2224. We have operators standing by. They will take your calls, and we'll be happy to get back to you after the show. So if you need help with Medicare, if you're chronologically challenged like me, or if you are looking for help with a group health insurance policy or individual, whatever the case may be, um, feel free to give us a call, 877-385-2224. This is not an open line show because I have guests in studio today. Yes, indeed. Amy Grace is returning. Welcome back, Attorney Amy Grace. Thank you, Carrie. And Bob Myers in studio once again for our, let's see, I don't know, 100th broadcast, 120th to be broadcast, back. something like that. We're not counting. No, but guess where <laughs> we're at, folks? We're coming to you today live from Sports Talk 1040 in Largo, Florida, which is just outside of Tampa, Florida. So we're actually here in Florida doing the broadcast today. The folks here have been very kind to us to uh, let us in the studio and help us do this show today. And so here we are broadcasting live from Largo, Florida. So Amy Grace, again, attorney uh, with Arisa Logic and Bob Myers from Itedium, the founder of Itedium. We're going to be talking about a lot of interesting things today. Um, we're going to talk about what's happening with Obamacare. Where is it going? What's happening with the Unaffordable Affordable Care Act? Did I say that? I guess I did, didn't I? <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the replacement, the American Health Care Act, a little bit. And we're going to talk about what does all this mean to COBRA and what does it mean uh, as we move forward? How is this going to affect employers? So we're going to talk about that today. It should be a fascinating conversation uh, here in studio today with Amy Grace and Bob Myers. So, Amy, let's just dive right in. Sure. Um, you know, <laughs> there, there have been a few changes uh, to the government website about uh, uh, the Affordable Care Act, otherwise lovingly known as Obamacare. Um, what, have, what have they changed? Just a few changes. Um, really, it shouldn't be much of a surprise. When the new administration came in, they took out some of the um, – positive words about the Affordable Care Act. Uh, one example, there was a page about the law that had previously said the Affordable Care Act puts consumers back in charge of their health care. 
Was that a comedy line, or was it? Was that, <laughs> I, 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 it puts consumers back in charge of their health care. I wonder how they define back in charge. You can have whatever Bob. plan you want, as well, long as it's that, the one we give you. And, and, there, and there's only one, right. okay, because all the carriers are pulling out of the market, so you're down to one plan. But you can have any plan you want, as long as you take that one. And you will like it. Okay, so that puts you in charge. Okay, go ahead. This gets better. So obviously, that has been scrubbed. That was removed, and now there's just a link to the full... ACA bill, which I'm sure a lot of people are reading uh, once they go on the website. There's also several individual stories that were examples of the pre-existing condition ban, the young adult coverage uh, extension. Those have been removed, and there's just um, just links to the bill. Again, so several promotional statements on the ACA have been scrubbed from the website. Yeah, like saying multiple times that the marketplace may provide more affordable, less expensive coverage. I hope my audience isn't um, you know, turning blue out there listening to that. Which, of I course, say, it never did. No, no. It, 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 it's far more expensive than it ever was. It's certainly not more affordable, less expensive. Now, unless, of course, you define less expensive as Kathleen Sebelius does, which means you're getting a subsidy that's paying for it. So even if you get a raise, you're not paying for it. The subsidy is, which right. I guess is okay for people getting a subsidy, but... What about all those folks that didn't get a subsidy? So they're the ones that are paying the astronomical premiums with no help whatsoever. Um, so it's very interesting. We're seeing that change. I guess Dr. Price is doing exactly what he said he was going to do, um, and he's changing this. He, we're seeing a different approach to this, and we're seeing, in my opinion, a little more transparency and a little more honesty in terms of what this thing is all about, okay, in terms of how it's working, how much longer it's going to last, it remains to be seen after the Senate gets done with it. We'll see what we have left. One thing I want to go back to, Amy, it's very interesting, is um, this pre-existing condition issue. Because that's that's a big issue now um, on social media. It's a big issue across the board that that that, um, that, that the new American Health Care Act is going to have uh, language in it that prevents pre-existing conditions. I want to make clear to the audience, I want you to understand this, okay? I've seen the bill. I've read the bill. I've gotten the information that there is no language in that bill that allows insurance carriers to put pre-existing conditions in place. I, I just It amazes me that this is all out there. The social media is going nuts. I had a reporter interview the other day, and she goes, well, what do you think about social media? Everybody on social <laughs> media is saying, people on social media are not paying any attention to the facts. Not one in 1,000 has read the bill and understands what it says. So I just, right. I, it just, I just find it... It's kind of like your head explodes when you <laughs> separating fact from fiction, I guess. Absolutely. I guess that's why we should read the whole bill, right? Yeah, well, at least have some understanding of what you're talking about before mm-hmm. you pop off and say that, you know, it's not going to cover pre-existing conditions, blah, 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 blah. There is no language in that bill that lets carriers opt out of pre-existing conditions, period. End of story. So, you know, that, that people just need to understand that. So, so it, it looks like this thing is coming to... A close, obviously, um, um, and it's certainly changing the way things are being structured. Now, where are we at um, with, you know, and we're going to talk about COBRA a lot, but where are we at now as far as the existing legislation in COBRA, and then we'll morph into what's going to happen, we think, after this, after the new bill gets passed. Right. So as we just discussed, the HHS website was scrubbed of positive language promoting the ACA. That website is more or less the front line's of the ACA. The Department of Labor website that contains most of the COBRA information has not yet been 
touched um, so as far as content. Same. Okay. So the the current Cobra model election notices are the same, and they very much so promote the Affordable Care Act and talk about how it may be the better choice, even, and that it may be more expensive. Or, I'm sorry, more affordable. So coming up in the future, we're we are really going to need to keep a close eye on those Cobra model election notices because I would expect the trend to continue with what we've seen on the HHS website is the Department of Labor to go in and redo those model election notices for Cobra. On uh, another change with Cobra, although Cobra has been very quiet through this whole yes, process, has. there hasn't been Nobody's much guidance. Talked about it at all. But one thing that came up in the new the new bill, the AHCA, is the subsidy, as you know, is going away and being replaced with these tax credits. Correct. So one thing that people complained about was you couldn't apply the subsidy to COBRA coverage. With Under the new bill, you can apply the tax credit to COBRA coverage. Okay, that's really important. So that really will important. also change the COBRA notices. Go back and repeat that one yes. more time. The, the tax credit, which in certain circumstances is advanceable, can be applied to unsubsidized COBRA premiums. And as most people know, most COBRA premiums are unsubsidized. You don't get a lot of employers no. chipping in to pay for of the COBRA no. uh, for former employees. So, so so this is a really good thing, Bob, because you're because one of the first positive things, which odd nobody's talked about this, wonder why it hasn't been on MSNBC. Anyway. Uh, no, it could be a great thing. And you and I have talked over the years. One of the things that they blew in the Affordable Care Act was not allowing people to continue their COBRA. When you're halfway into a 1500 or $3,000 or $5,000 deductible and you lose your job, you don't want a new plan and you don't want to start over. Right. And yet COBRA has been deemed unaffordable. If you take those credits and, and subsidize COBRA coverage, it makes it way more affordable and way more portable. And it allows people the ability to take that coverage with them. Yeah, and another thing that's interesting, I mean, as you said this too, is that oftentimes today we are finding, we will tell people, run your COBRA out, okay? Because mm-hmm. it's going to cost less by the time you factor in the deductible and the rest of the situation, it is significantly different uh, than what you would go out and buy on the open marketplace. And almost 90% of the time, the coverage is significantly better than what you can buy on the marketplace right. now. When we come back from the break, we're going to continue this conversation. We're going to open up an interesting topic here. We're going to talk about what happens when COBRA notices aren't done the right way. Oh, you're going to be surprised when you hear some of the folks that haven't been doing it the right way. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting here on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA, USA, coming to you live from Sports Talk Radio 1040 here in Largo, Florida. We'll be right back after the break. Stay tuned. We've got more with Amy Gase, Amy Grace, and Bob Myers. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA, coming to you live today from Sports Talk 1040. Isn't that great? We're on a sports talk station. How do you like that? That's a first. Here in Largo, Florida, just outside of Tampa, Florida, in studio with me today, Amy Grace and Bob Myers. Amy Grace's website, if you were a person looking for help 
um, with some of these rules and regulations and all the rest of it. ErisaLogic.com, ErisaLogic.com. That's spelled E-R-I-S-A, ErisaLogic.com. Um, Amy is available to help you if you are struggling with any COBRA issues or ERISA issues, etc. Also, the website for Bob Myers Company, ITDM, is ITDM.com. All of the COBRA information is up there. They have a great COBRA product. We used it for years, um, and we recommend it to all of our clients. Um, they, ne- they don't make mistakes, folks. Uh, they've even been to court, and they've never lost, so they do a great job. All right, so let's go back and recap this a little bit. I think it's important for people to understand this tax credit thing and how that plays into the cost. Because, number one, one thing we're seeing a lot of with clients is it costs less to maintain your COBRA than it does to go out in the marketplace and buy a new plan. That's number one. Number two, it's not typically a narrow network plan, your employer's plan. Number three, the deductibles, the coinsurance, and the rest of it on your employer's plan is typically much better than what's available in the marketplace right, right now. It's way so, less. Thank you. So, so Cobra, which is odd because years ago it wasn't that way. Yeah, Bob. that was the whole that was the whole genesis of this was Cobra was unaffordable. Well, Cobra is one fourth the cost on the deductible side. Okay. Of the marketplace. Okay. As so a rule, they're, they're, that's not that's not Bob Myers. That's the Kaiser Foundation who studies it every year and and checks the employer plans versus the marketplace. So Cobra turns out to be a better option for people in terms of in, in today's marketplace where we're at right now than, than if they try to go out on the individual side. The other thing that's really important, Amy, is this tax credit. Let's go back through that again so they understand the, the, the tax credit now is applicable. Right. And just to highlight, with COBRA, you have to look at the entire cost. Like you said, you have to look at the deductible, what you've already spent down on the deductible, the premium, the networks. It's not just go in and look at my premium, but as you mentioned, the tax credit is similar to the subsidy, but before you couldn't use the subsidy no. for any employer coverage. It right. had to be coverage pur- coverage purchased through the marketplace. Right. Now it can also be applied to COBRA coverage that you obtain after a qualifying event through your employer's plan, which is huge because first of all, COBRA looks like the better option it's cheaper you've already spent down some of your deductible your network is better you can keep your you can keep your doctor yeah yeah if you like them (laughs) yeah remember that and now you might qualify for this tax credit to bring the premium down even further so it's a really good deal and hopefully it sticks yeah i think it probably will i i can't imagine they're going to kick that out when i i guess guess what kind of fascinates me about this bob is that nobody's talking about this they ought to be you know, the administration ought to be shouting us from the rooftops because this is a huge improvement Whoa. for folks out there and an option they should be using until we get through to this new American Health Care Act and it gets all done. But, Carrie, you and I have talked about this. We're the reality of this. They're the politics of this. Yeah. And the politics of this, they, they don't even know half of what they're talking about or what they're doing. And from a practical standpoint, it's always been handled very impracticably. Yeah, and that's so, absolutely correct. Yeah. This is this is a huge step forward. They should have done this back in you know 2009 when the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act happened and there was a COBRA subsidy. It was a very effective way to get people to stay on their coverage and to be able to make it more affordable for them during a time of transition. And when that of course when Obamacare came along they blew that they blew that right out the door and just said forget it and and obviously there was a push against employer-based coverage. Which you and I were talking about that employer-based coverage is the most affordable, most practical, most, you know, I, I don't know how they're going to get rid of that delivery mechanism. It, it works. 
that works very well to get your coverage through your employer. Well, and, and here's the irony of that. Okay, before Obamacare, it was a lot less expensive sometimes for people to go if if, if they were you know mom and pop shop whatever the case may be to buy individual health insurance. You know what happened last year? I told you this over dinner last night. We enrolled more people in group health insurance last year and started more more two person, three person, <laughs> four person, five person groups than we have ever written. Um, since we've been in business for 19 years because they could get group health insurance, number one, they could get a decent network. Right. Number two, they could pick the deductible, the coinsurance that they wanted in the plan they wanted. And number three, guess what? It actually cost the same or less, right. a lot of cases less, than what was out there on the marketplace. Now, this is for people that didn't get subsidies. We're talking about people. Mm-hmm. If you get a subsidy, it's a totally different issue. But for folks that didn't get subsidies that are self-employed, we were telling them, go to LegalZoom.com, get your, get your LLC paperwork, and get it filed, okay? And then we'll get you a, we'll get you a two-person or three-person or four-person or five-person group. And we had – I can't tell you how many people we had do that last year right. because it was a solution to this mess because the cost of these policies has gone through the roof. We've got people that are you know 50 years old that are paying $1,500 a month for two people, husband right. and wife, to be on a plan with – Seven sixty-seven hundred dollar out of pocket uh, max on those policies. Twelve thousand out of pocket if they're out of network and a narrow network in a lot of cases where they don't have all the doctors and hospitals in the metropolitan area they're in. So the group policies, it, it completely flipped last year. The group policies became a better a better option. And, so, and, and as you know, we don't sell insurance. No, but from I know. The Cobra standpoint, the administrative standpoint, this is going to mean more activity for employers. Mm-hmm. This is going to mean changing of the notices, which we're going to get into. This is going to mean reviewing your entire COBRA program and taking a look at what you're doing because, as we said at the outset, it's been crickets for the last six years as far as COBRA is concerned, and a lot of people have been steered away from it, even in the notices, as Amy mentioned. Yeah, they have been. So so it'll be interesting to see, you know, as as we progress through this and and, and get to the uh, what the Senate does and what we come out with at the end of the day. So we're going to get into this in the next segment. We're going to start out, though. We're going to give a little – we'll give a little bit of it right now. Um, COBRA notices are extremely important. Doing it Absolutely. And doing, and doing it the right way is critical. If you don't do it the right way, you leave yourself – and we've talked about this, Bob and Amy, on this show countless times. You leave yourself wide open for all kinds of liability and financial penalties, all the rest of it. And so, you know – <laughs> this was kind of when, when we were talking about doing the show, and you mentioned these three companies. It's public record, so we'll mention it on the air. I was like, "Well, the big companies—they always get it right. They've got—they've got top <laughs> yeah, flight right. administrators. Mm-hmm. They get so now we see SunTrust, SunTrust, Marriott, and Walmart all in the middle of lawsuits. Um, because, this is the last six months. Yeah, in, in the SunTrust last... is out of theirs, but not uh, not for zero dollars. They paid their attorneys, and they also paid. Um, they settled, and it's it's public public uh, record for two hundred ninety thousand for a Cobra notice failure. And what we were just talking about with the changes, you don't have with- to be SunTrust to have a two hundred ninety thousand dollar failure no, either. No, okay. And with the changes coming up in the future with the tax credit, the changes taking out promotion um, of the marketplace, you better believe that the election notices are going to change, which will lead to even more companies not having the right information in their election notices. Um, and these these cases are very costly. Even if they win, they're spending uh, a lot of time and a lot of money defending class action lawsuits on 
improper covert notices. When we come back from the break, we're going to get into this. We're going to talk about what these class action lawsuits are, who's filing them, and what it can mean to you. Stay tuned. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. If you need COBRA help or COBRA information, itedium.com. Itedium.com is the website. All the COBRA information is up there, and it can certainly help you. Stay tuned. I'll be right back after the break with Amy Grace and Bob Myers, broadcasting live from Largo, Florida. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the Fruited Plain. My producer, the always perfect Mr. Gerardo Gonzalez. We are broadcasting live from Sports Talk Radio 1040 here in Largo, Florida, just outside of Tampa Bay, Florida. Great to be down here. Great to be in Florida. Joined in studio today by Amy Grace, her website, arisalogic.com, and Bob Myers, founder of ITDM. Probably recognize Bob's name being with a company called Cobra Guard. That's because that's what he started with. And Cobra Guard is now part of ITDM. So they do all the Cobra work, um, and they do it for some pretty big people, the state of Ohio, um, the state of North Carolina, the state of Kansas. you got a couple of folks in there. A few. Yeah, just a few. <laughs> how many we stay Cobra, busy. How many Cobra notices have you guys done? You told me this on the We're list. over six million. Six million in the court. One time we prevailed, as you said. And I always yeah, well, have to knock wood when I say that. Looks looks like looks like you did a little better than Marriott, SunTrust, and Walmart. So let's <laughs> let, let's let's just go there. Okay. Okay. So so you would think, Amy, uh, I, when I first saw this, I was sitting reading this but as, this morning at like five o'clock when I got when I was going through all this stuff, and I was like, really? They can't get it right at Walmart. They can't get it right at SunTrust, and they can't get it right at Marriott. And these people, there were. There's there's trouble here. So what's going on here? What did what did they do mm-hmm. wrong? What what was it that they didn't do that they should have done? It's actually very minor things that they've gotten dinged for. And like I said in the earlier segment, even if they prevail, they haven't prevailed because no. they've spent a lot of time and money, a lot of resources fighting these and we're talking about them. I mean, they're in the news. So it's not good. Yeah, it's not good. Um, what they did is the uh, the complaint said they partially adhered to the model notice that's provided by the Department of Labor. And that's okay, what so we were talking about earlier. This one? is the Marriott okay. case. But right. they're all very, very, very similar. Okay. So the main thing that all three of them did was they did not have appropriate contact information for the person responsible for administering the plan. Right. You have to be able to call the number in the election form and get a person that you can speak to about COBRA. That was the big thing that neither one of, or all three of them did not have that. Um, The other complaint was that the election notices were too confusing, that they didn't explain the consequences of not electing or waiving continuation coverage, that once you waive it, it's gone. Mm -hmm. Once your 60 days is up, your election period's up. Those, the, the complaint alleges that those consequences weren't appropriately explained to people. These cases right now, the SunTrust case has been settled. So it's, it's done. $290,000. Yeah, but SunTrust had $290,000. You know, if you've got 100 employees in your company and you do this, $290,000 might be a little bit of a challenge. Know what I'm saying? They Absolutely. said there were 9,000 employees that got this notice that the complaint alleges was deficient. So... Two hundred and ninety thousand dollars was probably a good 
deal for them to get out of this lawsuit. Marriott and Walmart are still fighting theirs. Marriott has a motion to dismiss pending, and Walmart has a motion to dismiss that I don't believe they filed yet because now they're arguing over whether or not that motion to dismiss should be filed under seal or should it be made public record. So as you can imagine, a lot of attorney hours, a lot of cost being put into these cases over a very minor um, mishap in a COBRA notice. That's why this is so important. It's going to be so important going forward to keep aware of any changes that are made on the Department of Labor website because it's not like they send out a notice on the nightly news telling you, oh, by the way, we changed the COBRA model election notice. You've got to go and you've got to check and you've got to stay on top of this stuff. Because if it changes and you don't change, you might find yourself in the exact in same position as Marriott, SunTrust, yeah, and Walmart. Without the same checkbook. Right. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you know, and, and the other thing was that, they, that I thought was interesting on here was uh, they talked about in the Walmart situation that they didn't explain that spouses may elect continuing coverage. And I get that all the time. People that will call up us from big companies. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we, we listened to your show and... We, we we were told that I had to take the coverage. My wife and kids can't have the coverage. No. That's not that's, what our notice no, says. Thank you very much. Well, no, that's my point. And I'm like, your, your company's really telling you that? Yes. You're sure of that? Yes. Well, they're wrong. Your human resource director is telling you that, and he or she is wrong. It's 100% wrong. But here it is, right in the Walmart right. situation with the lawsuit they're involved in, and it's exactly the same thing. And I'm like, Really? Walmart didn't get this right. It, it's it it just. I'm, it's I'm, a basic tenet of Cobra that each person that's affected is a qualified beneficiary, and they have an individual right to elect. Well, right. And Amy can tell you. I mean, for 16 years, do we, do we modify our notices and we look at them manually? Absolutely. Sure. But what do we do? We try to make them easier to understand. We try to make them simpler to get a hold of us or contact us, whether it's through chat, email, on the phone. We try to make it much more understandable for the members so that we can prove that we did everything on our employer groups that they were supposed to do so that we avoid any problems. So when you do the notices, Bob, what what's interesting about this is you're giving accurate information to the employees, but you're protecting the employer That's because right. you have proof. So you, you just mentioned three things. They can call, there's a chat, or they can send an email, go online? Yeah, absolutely. They okay, can elect so, online. Okay. They can phone us. They can chat with us while they're online. So unlike, <laughs> unlike, unlike the situation with uh, SunTrust, where they didn't have somebody that was supposed to be there to answer the phone, to answer questions, if someone calls ITDM, right. okay, and they want, can you explain my spousal benefit, or can you tell me if I can put my child on here? Sure. Whatever the case may be, somebody actually talks to them and tells them that. All of our phone representatives are trained in COBRA. Most of them have been with us six to ten years. So they've all been trained. And COBRA School is one of the products. Amy helped me put it together. It's on our website. We make it available to our employer groups. It's obviously, all of our employees go through it. And uh, it's an eight-hour course recognized by SHRM, uh, the EBIA. We want to make sure that they know what they're doing and they know how to handle these plans. And and you mentioned it earlier. There's more than one plan. So what we see, and I don't know what happened. Amy could delve into this. But if, when there's more than one plan, that gets tricky because if you're 
an employer of any size, say three to three hundred to three thousand employees, you know this, Carrie. You could have medical, dental, vision, oh, flex. Yeah, that's you all know, affected by Cobra. All of right, those Amy? need to be in a right. Cobra notice, yeah. and they should be in one Cobra notice. We see it all the time where employers have five different people meddling in their Cobra. They have the voluntary people doing a, a notice. They have the flex people doing a notice. They have the dental people doing a notice. The medical doing a notice. It's ridiculous. No We've wonder had people it gets get six up. and seven notices to their home which we consolidate all that into one notice, one time. We prove everything. You know that. We've talked about it in prior shows. Everything's proven by the United States Postal Service. It's all logged in our system. We log every phone call. We log every transaction that we ever talk to or touch an individual or their COBRA administration so that we can protect both the employer and the rights of the individual. Yeah, and that's the point. You're, 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 you're giving access to the individual so they get accurate information, and you're protecting the employer, unlike what happened with Marriott, SunTrust, and Walmart. It's a little different situation here. And right. when they go on your website and call you, you are everything Cobra. The SunTrust uh, case just simply gave a basic general human resources website, HR website. So these people going on the website had to find, had to dig through, and I don't even know if it was there, but had to look very hard to find anything about Cobra. And that was one of the big complaints. You know, it seems to me, and I don't know, you know, I'm looking at, at this information, but you're, there, there are a couple of law firms named here, one BlackRock, BlackRock Trial Lawyers, uh, along with Winsel, Fenton, Cabasa, et cetera. Am I seeing trolling for <laughs> Trolling for dollars here. Uh, is this a new trend, Amy, where we're going to start seeing class action lawsuits against employers? Um, now, and these are big companies, and I get that. But if, if these law firms are doing with big companies, then when do we start seeing smaller law firms going after smaller well, employers or looking for smaller employers that they can turn around and nail with this kind of nonsense? And Amy knows this because she worked for the Department of Labor. Here's how this works, folks. Don't, don't make any mistakes. These people called... And they probably called the Department of Labor right. before the attorneys ever got involved. And so that's why we pride ourselves. We can answer a DOL complaint or a Department of Insurance inquiry within 30 minutes. We can have the entire contents of the file turned over to them and have their representatives going over it with us on the phone. So I guarantee you these folks, not, not even seeing these, there was a period of time. Because it takes a little bit of time to tick off 9,000 people. I'm yeah, guessing. well. I'm just guessing. <laughs> you don't think that happened overnight? No, I don't no. think so. Let's hope it's not a new trend, but yeah. if it is, well, I don't know. This is—I've never seen this before. Mm-hmm. Until you should, and this happened in the last six months, so I've never seen this before. So if this is—if this isn't a new—if somebody didn't go, go, you know what? I got an idea. Well, our employers firm, are asleep. Our, our law firm could use a little. We 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 need we need a new we need a right. new source here. Well, we need a new we need a new cash flow. Carrie, you know this being a broker. <laughs> how, how many times have we talked over the years? Where my thing that I can't stand to hear is my broker's doing it for free. Yeah, well, It's that four-letter F word. They're not it's free. We're going to come right back after the break. We've got one more segment, folks. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA radio network, coast-to-coast across the USA. The website for Cobra Help, itedium.com, itedium.com. If you want some help from Amy Grace, arisalogic.com is her website. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break with our final segment. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast 
across the USA here on the HIE Radio Network. We're broadcasting live from Sports Talk 1040 in Largo, Florida, just outside of Tampa. My producer, Mr. Gerardo Gonzalez. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. Coming up this segment, we're going to wrap it up as we talk with Amy Grace and Bob Myers. You know, if you're doing this on your own, uh, you know, if Walmart can screw it up, if SunTrust can screw it up in Marriott, trust me, you can too. Um, I speak from experience. So if you go to ITDM.com, they handle all COBRA administration. Six million of these they've done. Haven't lost one yet. So they obviously know what they're doing. ITDM.com, I don't care if you've got a big company, small company, it doesn't matter. Um, we send our folks there. It's easy to do. Small company, you simply do it online. Uh, if you're a large employer, you need help, give them a call. But go to the website, itedium.com. All right, Amy, so <laughs> what happens if the train has already left the station and you have <laughs> sure. a problem? You found out, oh, we had this happen not so long ago. They're, they're now with itedium, by the way, uh, with a new <laughs> client of ours who didn't tell the person that they had COBRA benefits, and we found out about it 60 days later. Now, the good news was we were able to go back and reinstate, and the carrier gave us a grace period, and we got it done, and there were no claims. Had there been claims, it would have been a different issue. So what, right. what do they do? Just like this employer um, mm-hmm. who I, I didn't, we didn't get a notice out. We didn't know. Sure. And that's we've been talking about the content of your election notice, but the the other part of this is the administering, just administering the COBRA system and what happens when there's a failure and then the election notice doesn't go out. Think about when this could come up. Normally, it would come up if the employee is paying attention, knows they're owed COBRA, they didn't get a COBRA notice, they're going to contact the company pretty quickly. Those situations, like you just talked about, are pretty easy to remedy. You talk to the insurer, you send out the notice. But the bigger problem is when somebody two, three, four, even five, six months down the road gets in a car accident or has a big claim and they haven't secured other coverage, they're going to be looking everywhere. That's right. For any possible coverage. And this might send up, up a red flag in their head. Hey, I never received a COBRA notice. Or somebody else in their family or their friends or their attorney might say, did you ever receive a COBRA notice? And they're coming back to you and they're saying, okay, you never offered me COBRA. Yeah. And now I have this big claim. Yeah. So that's where you have to consult with your attorney, consult with your insurance company, because every correction, every situation is going to be different. Now, that said, the basic general rule that the code requires is that qualified beneficiaries be put in the situation, the financial situation they would have been in had the COBRA coverage been properly offered. So guess what that means. Run it, do it one more time, one more time. Sure. The IRS and the Department of Labor require that the qualified beneficiary, and again, that's the person who should have been offered COBRA, the The person who has the big claim now, be put in the same financial situation they would have been in had COBRA coverage been properly offered. Now you know why SunTrust wrote a check for $290,000, okay? Well, wow. and this gets even bigger because SunTrust was just the content of the election notice yeah. wasn't yeah, clear. Yeah, that wasn't even a, a That wasn't a claim. No, it wasn't even a claim. That's right. Yeah. So here, I mean, this can get very costly. But like I said, you consult your attorney, you consult your insurer, your, your stop-loss insurance provider if you're self-funded, and you decide what coverage you can offer going forward. Um, the coverage is not free. Now, these, these former employees will have to pay, pay the it. premium. Correct. 
for the COBRA coverage, but you will have to offer that coverage that should have been offered because, as we just talked about, the main general requirement is that you put them in the same position they would have been in had they yeah, elected Yeah, if you can get the carrier to give you the grace period to go back and do it over. And in right. our case, with this particular car- this particular client who had just come on board with us and we found out about it after the fact, we were able to go back to the carrier and they put it in place. And interestingly enough, the reason why the employee called and got wanted to get this done was he had doctor issue. He wanted right. to go to the doctor right. and do this, and he didn't have his COBRA coverage, and he, uh, so he didn't say anything until he needed to go to the doctor. Right. Mm-hmm. The good news was he hadn't filed the claim yet. We were able to get it in place, and it turned out to be a big deal. What's interesting, Bob, was if it had been done right in the first place, you know, if, the, if they'd sure. been with you guys and, and the notice that had gone out and the whole nine yards, there wouldn't have been an issue. That's right. Well, been- and, and I agree with everything Amy yeah. said. The only thing I would insert is before you go to the lawyer, <laughs> we usually get a call from a physician or from a doctor's office, a hospital, because third-party payments are allowed. So if you come into an office and you had insurance, they'll go down that path immediately and say, well, were you offering COBRA, yada, 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 and then we'll get those calls. Will we accept premium payments? And it's absolutely allowable. We have to deal with that all the time. People's churches can make payments. The Kidney Foundation makes payments when people are on dialysis. And hospitals, obviously, if there's an emergency situation or they – the patient's unable to pay. But by the time it gets to the lawyer, it's a it's a big mess. Well, it's a mess by mm-hmm. then. No, what you're talking about is if somebody steps in, they didn't have the money to make the COBRA payment, they're in that grace period of 60 days, okay, and 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 and, and a third party is going to make that payment. Kidney Foundation does this yeah. all the time. Right. But but what we see is the administration, whether you're doing it yourself or you hire somebody like us, you got to move quickly. you got to move as fast as you can to remedy the situation to make sure that everybody's taken care of. Well, the other thing is, I mean, you know, doing it yourself is. <laughs> it's insane. Well, yeah, you're just, it, it, you're, you know, it's like, where's the next wreck going to be? <laughs> well, and because the flip side of this that people don't think about is there are some situations where you shouldn't remedy. And I know that's shocking, but think about this. COBRA requires that you prove you sent the election notice to the last known address. It doesn't require proof of actual receipt. So let's say somebody calls you, the 60 days is up, you can prove that you sent this to their last known address, but they're claiming that they didn't receive it. So if you send another one outside of the 60 days because they didn't receive it, then you've started the clock again when yeah, under the law you, you didn't have, have to. In the first place. But, so, in your, but in your case, you've got records proving that that happened. We are happened. linked right. directly to the United States Postal Service. We prove every piece of mail every day. That's the important thing. That's the part that people need to get. Third-party proof. It's not put a make a copy of it and throw it in a, in a file somewhere. It's <laughs> yeah, and the United States Postal Service And hope employee. you can find it two yeah. years later. Their employee mm-hmm. signs our mailing every day when we drop it off at the post. That, 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 that's a completely different different set of circumstances well that wraps it up ladies and gentlemen but you know i, I hope we've uh, shed some light on all this today if you want help uh, i'd strongly suggest you don't try to do this if you're trying to do this in the house it's a huge mistake if you're dumping it on your human resources director it's an even bigger mistake um and if you make a mistake guess what you could be the next marriott sun trust or walmart and you probably don't have that same checkbook the website is itdm.com they've done six million of these so they know what they're doing itdm.com. Thank you both today. It was great being here in Florida. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And now I leave you with this thought from Albert Einstein. The one who follows the crowd will usually get no further than the crowd. The one who walks alone is likely to find himself in places no one has ever been. Remember, friends, it's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but the very best, you most often get it. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. Goodbye, America.